This is a Baby Brunch podcast. Day that she was born. I don't know if she can because every time I ask her for, you know, when you you need to give the the date of the birth no, and where things, you were born I don't and the time, so, so it's all there. I don't need to remember for it. The astrology thing. Oh, it's in the album. She's got the album. I was born on the fifteenth of November. Just to yeah, I do know your death birthday. <laughs> she wasn't. This podcast is supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. The range of Epimax Baby and Junior gentle all-purpose emollients moisturizers is an all-day, everyday favorite for babies and children. Give your child a good start to every day by nourishing and protecting their skin with Epimax. I can't believe you guys are here. I feel so lucky and, you know, I said to Ian, I'm bringing Nadia Jafta and her mom, Noel. <laughs> I'm bringing you to the house. And he said, oh no, Nadia's going to be there without me seeing her. He is such a fan. He's I such a fan. Yeah. He's so nice. He's such sweet. He adores you. He really does. It's very difficult to find people in the industry that you just like, you know, you meet them the first time and you can just tell that they're like good people. Do you know what I mean? And I'm also the wife that, Noel, if my husband enjoys looking or seeing or appreciating, I let him. Yes. Because I want the same. Yes. There's a lot of, there's a lot of guys out there. No, but I mean, if I see something that's nice, I also want to be able to say that's nice, yes. what looks yes. good. I have the same attitude. Window shopping. Nice. What, yes. what was the last thing you talked about in the car before getting here? What we actually did? We actually spoke of Rikons. I posted it on my Instagram. Yes, because she was said she was going towards Balville's way, and uh, and then we were actually just talking about the beautiful area that you're in. That's yeah. what we were talking about. She loved. But this we area. were speaking in Afrikaans. Yes. How did you speak? It's Afrikaan. very bad. But you sound beautiful. My my the tail is by a man, but but it can prate. Yeah, it's really limited. It's limited. Where did you grow up? I grew up in PE and Cape Town. Yeah. Noelle, where were you when Nadia was born? Can you remember? And can you remember the day? The day that she was born. I don't know if she can because every time I ask her for, you know, when you you need to give the the date of the birth, no, those things. I don't know the time, album, so, so can, it's all there. I don't need to remember it. The astrology thing. Oh, it's in the album. She's got the album. Because I need to know. Because when you go on those sites and they ask you the time and the day, it's on in the album that you've taken to the house. Last and I can week. never fill it in because I did everything with you, baby. Did you plan your baby when Nadia came along? I know this answer, and you must be honest. I was born on the 15th of November, just to Yeah, I do know your death birthday. <laughs> she wasn't, she wasn't. Look, I wasn't ready to have her at the time, but she obviously, you know, when you're doing the thing, you're going to get you, I know my circle, and I'm going to get pregnant. So I already knew I was going to get pregnant. So it wasn't not planned. Please don't don't walk around thinking that you weren't planned. No, but I was a blessing. It will be yes, you were a blessing, but you might have psychological no. problems thinking that you weren't planned. No, not in today's age. Okay. No, well, how old were you? I was twenty-five when I had a. Were you married to her dad? Yes. Well, going through a separation. Sorry about that. No, no, no problem at all. No, no, don't be sorry. Um, and then I had her. Yeah. But I had scissors. I was I was under when they had it, because those days you can't go into the surgery room. Mm-hmm. So that if you if it's under, under under anesthetic, so they put me to sleep and I had a scissor. Oh. 
So I only woke up an hour, half an hour later and then I saw her. And I was still drowsy. So I only really examined her like the, the evening when I was, you know, not so drugged up with the anesthetics. And then they give you the baby. Yes. And yes, you assume it's yours. Yes, yes, I assume. I knew it was mine. <laughs> I knew this was my baby. Why are you proud of your daughter the most? Because, I mean, I have my own, I'm older than Nadia. So I look at her and I'm like, she, you make me laugh so much. I love you too when there's these videos on the day that you, your mom switched all the lights on. <laughs> it, it's like my family playing off. You know um, what I mean? So, so everything is funny. Yeah. Mom, I'm not making you bad now, no? But my mom's got this thing growing up. You were never allowed to laugh or be happy. You know, you always had to do something if you sounded joyous. You know, there was never an opportunity to laugh or, or do nothing. You always had to do something. What are you proud of most when you look at Nadia and her beautiful red lips in the mooi bene? And what, what stands out for you the most? And as a mommy, what are you proud of most? You know, um, my mom... My mom was my best friend, but extremely intelligent woman because every day, day that goes by, something happens in my life that she told me. It's, I always resonate with what she used to talk to me in the past. Like she'll say, don't do this because that will happen. And so now every day that runs by, she was a very um, ambitious woman. She traveled the world. She was very bold. She, was, she had no problems going to nudist camps, but she had her faith back to France, in France. Right. And she always wanted to achieve more and more and more, and she studied more, and she did art. She did a lot of things. And this Nadia reminds me of my mom, because that's what my mom always wanted to just be better at what she was. So she did UNISA, she studied UNISA, she did theology, she did fine arts, she did um, four subjects she majored in. And while having me, she finished matric while I was in Senate 6 at the same school, because she finished her matric in Lebanon. But, but they she was 16 when she had you as well. Yeah, she was 19 when she 19. had me, and Sophie was 16 when she had me. She was 19 when she had me, but she conceived me in, in France, but she gave birth to me here. Yeah. In South Africa. So she reminds me of my mom. And she makes it easier for me because every day I miss my mother. And I, I was hoping this wasn't going to come up because so when sorry. it comes to moms, I'm very, very yeah. sensitive. I thought, I read the thing. But I didn't know you were going to talk about moms. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm good. You know, it's such a beautiful notion to, to know that, that you have your best friend in your life. Because I, I feel blessed and lucky enough. One of our, one of our podcasts is called Raising, Raising Toddlers and Raising Parents. Mm-hmm. You know, there comes a time in your life, Nadia, where Tish, your mom... <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to make you cry. No, not at all. It's just the mom thing. It's like a trigger for me because, you know, I, I wasn't prepared for it to die. So it's okay. <laughs> no problems. It's good. It's good. I just miss her a lot. That's all. So she fills that gap. Because, you know, with my mom... Um, I'm already 56, so I don't go to anybody with my problems or my issues or when I'm feeling down. But she comforts me, you know, and that's what my mom did, and that's what I miss the most. But she falls up for that. (laughs) She's just got that way about her. We've got a podcast on raising toddlers and parents, and we are so lucky to still have 
a parent, yeah. you know, in our lives. So it's so beautiful that you reciprocate that to your mm-hmm. daughter, you know, that, mm-hmm. that she's as important to you. It's like the other day, someone asked me about my children and I told them, my kids are the best children, the best. And the mom said, it's so refreshing to hear that. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, because most people complain about their kids. So it's wonderful that you don't just complain about your kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, hello, so biasach. You know, or they don't listen or whatever the case is. It's beautiful that you can talk about your, your daughter um, with such excitement. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest lesson your mom has taught you? Because inspiration is coming through you in very, very beautiful nuggets. Um, yeah, I think the biggest lesson that my mom will always teach me is just don't. Don't don't be a pushover. Like don't take shit from anybody. I'm still learning that. I'm very soft by nature. I'm very very sensitive. Very sensitive. So like I'll I'll get affected by anything. And usually when I was younger, you know, something would affect me. I would run to her. Like she's the first person I'd run to. Bullies in school, everything. And she, I would hesitate to tell her because I knew that something would be done about it. Because mm. she would want to find who who's starting trouble with me. Um, but I think yeah, the biggest lesson I'd say is just to stand up for myself. Um, I'm not all the way there yet, to be honest with you, but um, I'm getting there, I feel, no? Yes, no, she uh, is. I'm getting she there. She practices on I'm me. getting a bit of a back... <laughs> she practices on me. <laughs> I'm getting a bit of a backbone. Yeah. I think the longer that I, you know, I'm exposed to certain things, the, the stronger my, my spine becomes. <laughs> being exposed to social media and being a blogger and being on YouTube, you know, there's a lot of them out there. I've been, uh, I don't want to say victim, because most of the time I don't hang on social media as much. But you're there a lot. Mm-hmm. What do you experience? And do you have advice for people that uh, experience negativity from other people? Maybe there's some, I mean, my, my girls want to grow up and the, the one wants to be a singer and the other one mm-hmm. wants to be a gamer and the other one wants to be in the, you know, this is all online stuff. Mm-hmm. So... What advice do you have and have you been in a situation before where you felt like this is just too much? I think um, if there's ever a situation where I feel like my dignity is being compromised, then I have to stand back and really question like what I'm getting myself into. Like if it doesn't feel right with me, if it doesn't sit right with me, if I can't look myself in the mirror before I go sleep, if I can't sleep at night, then it's probably not for me. I like to move with good intention Mm -hmm. because I don't like to have any kind of guilt sitting on me. So I think the best advice I would give to someone is to just like stay true to your, your, your pillars, you know, your, your moral, your moral, your moral code, I guess, Mm. Um, whatever that might be. But I just don't hurt people. Yeah. Just don't hurt people in the process. Do what you want to do if you're passionate about it. I mean, me, I, I'm like an octopus. I like to spread, I like to spread myself, you know, um, more than just being on, online. I think I like to just build something that's more of a foundation for generations to come. Wow. Um, yeah, because I don't, we don't really come from, you know, generational wealth. So I'm trying to build that moving forward. Well, you know, yeah. Every bad comment affects her, mm-hmm. but she deals with it nicely. I am sensitive. Like, I would be lying if I said that, that things don't affect me mm-hmm. still because they say, oh, but time you'll get, you know, you'll th- your skin will get thick. I'm still very sensitive. So I don't know if I'll ever become like that, to be honest with you. So, so emotions are very important, right? And I think yeah. the fact that you can still get emotional about people talking about you means that you also feel guilt, but you also feel beauty. And it also means that you feel happiness. And you know what? I've got things. I don't come from a rich family. I love my mom and my dad. 
I've moved them from one house to another, you know. We take care of our folks when they grow old. But let no one ever stand in the way of the things that you've achieved. Because as much as there are haters, as much as Amen. <laughs> we will keep rooting for you and for your mom. Oh my word. I'm so happy. To, I've never had anyone in my house, guys. <laughs> I got the chapters. <laughs> I got the chapters. The milestone thing is big. Does it ever stop? Do you ever go, my baby is now 12 and therefore we don't have to celebrate her milestones? Mm. What's mm. it like for you when Nadia still achieves? Does it make you as proud as it did when she take a, took her first steps? Yeah, well, I must say she's, she's not. Look, when, uh, when she got her first achievement, I was like, shout now. It's, she's got so many. I say, oh, nice Nadia. That's what I do. Because she's, I mean... It's so many. It's then it's the Nickelodeon, then it's the awards, and then it's going to Dubai, and then it's here. And then I, I just say, well done, my child. I'm proud of you. I think the first thing that that made me very proud about her because I'm always concerned that when I'm not here, she's not able to defend herself. I always feel that way about her, but she knows how to look after herself. She can't defend. I feel she doesn't know how to defend herself, especially verbally. She will just keep quiet and go into a ball and roll away. I went to um, one day with her. <laughs> I must tell no, you this. that's different. You can no, no. This isn't okay. the, for me. This was like uh, such. A, sorry, the Did you hit them? No, no. It was close to that. But let me tell you, I was in, and my dad has got an amputated leg. Mm-hmm. I've got a spine problem, and I had to urgently get uh, medication for my dad. Right. So there was a queue, but in front of me was an elderly lady with a. She was like standing off mm-hmm. on the floor. But all the assistants were busy, but this lady in front of me was talking to the, 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 the pharmacist about gold dust in the ring, and, and there was cues. So but now I'm like, listening to this, they were having a little chit-chat, how's your husband, how's your wife? But she had went to the other aisles already, and my blood, plus I'm going through menopause, my <laughs> blood is boiling. So I go, excuse me. Why don't you just keep this chat for later? I've got urgent medication yeah, to we do. we got things to do. She turns around and she says, excuse me? And the, the, the pharmacist said, oh, you're very rude. So I said, I'm, and that's what I'm shouting like a mad person. The security came. She says, I'm going to get my husband for you. I said, I don't need to get my husband for you. <laughs> that's when she came running and she said, what's going on? What's going on? I said, no, I, I said, let's just go because she is, she will just run out. Then this woman kept, kept on provoking me. She kept on walking after me and saying things to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this one came and said, hey, leave my mother alone. You got me. I assume I got such a shock. I, I was speechless. <laughs> and then I was thinking she about it. She ended up pulling me away. I pulled her away. But I don't, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, like a, a, a fighter. fighter. I'm right. really not. No. But like with and people that, that made I love, me comfortable mm-hmm. that she can defend herself in a way, you know. Because that moment, she would have most probably have bulldozed that woman over if that woman had to say another word it's to only me. because she was coming for you. Yeah. If she was coming for me, I would have left it. I would have been like, I would well, have that walked was away. That was a proud moment amongst lots of others that you were asking. <laughs> that she could stand up for herself. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot of us that can't. And you, the mom, role here now. Because, mm. Noelle, you, you are Nadia's mom and I can look up to you. What do we do in those situations where, you know, some of the moms want to side with each other, and you, you're feeling alone. Mm. What advice do you have for us? Don't feel alone. Because the way you were brought up and the instincts you have and the, you know, the models you were brought up, 
If you know it's right, then you go with it. And don't, I don't give a f- what anybody says. You'll have to bleep out all the... <laughs> I'm sorry, but I mean, I'm getting so emotional here about these questions because I don't care. You know, for, and even if you pay in my... Like, even with my husband, that pays all the bills. He knows he's... I don't care if you're paying all the bills. That is where I stand. So even if you pay in all the bills, I need to say what I want to say. I need to feel how I want to feel because that's the way my parents brought me up. I only got, I only, I was reared by three females: my aunt, my grand, and my aunt and my mother. So yeah, and we just—they always taught me that I am the best at everything I do, and I actually believed it. So you go around. <laughs> and, and she passed it on to me. Yeah, <laughs> that you—that you're good at everything that yeah. you do. Yeah. Does that mean that sometimes you'll be alone? Oh, yes. I've, I spoke about this um, on my account the other day. That I just feel lonely, like a lot of the time. Only because me as a person, I'm not someone to talk out when something's wrong. I'll internalize it and then I'll come out when I'm ready. But yeah, it does get lonely. But it's better than having fake friends, right? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm fine with, you know, just my family, a few, close few people. And yeah, that's, that's all I need. That's how you roll. That's how I am. Yeah. I've had the same friends for years. If you could dedicate a book to your mom, what would you call the first chapter? Hmm. Jolene with the chapters. Jolene with the chapters. Um, I think, you know, I'll just have it be one word and that is strength because she doesn't talk about it, but she's been through a lot. Like, she's been through a hell of a lot in her life. And sometimes I, uh, it's almost like, you know, the generational trauma that you think is going to be passed on to you. It's like I'm kind of waiting for that to happen to me. Like, she's been hijacked. She's been, her nose has been broken, like... You know, house has been broken the into. The, 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 like, the guy that broke into our house laid a charge of abuse on me. He while we were sleeping in the middle of the night, it took it took nine years to solve the case to get him arrested because it, it was we, the window was open. So they said you're not allowed to leave your windows open. You're inviting somebody in. This is the now nine years of this court case. I had to go to court so many times, and every time I see this guy that broke my nose. Oh, that's terrible. But anyway. Is it done now? No, it's done. They went to jail for 15 years. Three of them. How, how long has it been? No, it's been nine years now. Okay, he's still yeah. there? He's still there. Good. Three of them. Yeah. yeah. So she's very strong. She's very, yeah. very, very strong. Strong woman, I know. Um, so yeah. But I think I come from a similar ba- up, uh, upbringing like you when you said, you know, people, I was not allowed to have fun if I'm laughing. is what you're laughing about? Go do the dishes. Go do this. Go do... You know, so I'm not used to... I will have fun with my family or watch a movie, but I'm not used to sitting down doing nothing. Mm. Nadia yeah. knows I'm visiting her now. Oh my God, she's got so she's much. She's spring cleaning my house. house because when I moved in like six months Wait ago, a minute, your mommy's spring cleaning your house? Yes. yes. Okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> so Nadia's moved. When did you move? Jan. Okay. Yeah. And now your mom is coming to. T- you see, it doesn't stop. Mm. Why do you go and spring clean her house? Because she doesn't. She's untidy, number one. I'm not a... Okay, I'm, okay, I'm untidy. untidy. I'm not no, mosaic. No, she's not mosaic. No, I'm untidy. But she's untidy. She's so it's a, clean, but it's Diamaka. Yes, she's okay. very Diamaka. So in the mornings, there's like 10 jackets laying on the floor. 10 pairs of shoes. Which no, she I don't even changes 20 times. <laughs> she changes 20, 30 times a day. And um, 
Are those your own lashes? No. No, no, no. <laughs> are those your own lashes? Um, <clears throat> yeah. These are, these are my own lashes. <laughs> What so were we talking about before? The spring cleaning. Yes, house. you see, I feel that me, I'm a very methodical, like I'm really OCD, mm. very OCD. And um, I went to her. She, she said, come to me. Because she, she's moved out of the house. I've never been with her. We actually haven't spent time together since my brother had his first kid like eight years ago. Yeah. And he has five. Yeah. So I haven't spent much time with her. So I said, just yeah. come and stay with me for a while. Like, I love her being with me all the time. Honestly, I don't want to do I can tell that you love each other's company. Every time. Yes. Like, after the first week, she's like, okay, I'm going to leave now. So like, no, <laughs> please don't leave me. Because I'm eating every day. Like, every <laughs> evening I'm eating. The supper's made. Like, it's so nice. Yeah, but why I'm, I'm sprinkling in her place is because every morning she's looking for something. And she's asking Xavier, she's asking everybody, and nobody knows where she put it. Then she'll sit down, and then she'll remember it was there in the little corner above the cupboard. Who the hell is going to find those things? You know what I mean? Only she knows. So I am putting all electronics together, putting all her jeans together, all her jackets together. Bought her four more rails because she's got so much clothes. Putting all her shoes together, cleaning behind the couches, under the couches. You know, that's what I, I'm doing with for her. So that she can have... A peace of mind and pr- produce more. I'm not. I hate doing these things, but I'm doing it for her, so that she doesn't have to spend time doing it, and rather with her powerful mind do other bigger things. You know. What a wonderful thing to say. Yeah. Does that mean sometimes you do things for your kid that you don't actually have time for, but you do it because? Yeah, yeah I do it because I feel it's needed. Yeah, like. Uh, I think I woke up one woke up one day at like three o'clock in the morning and she was sorting out all my socks, like my socks that went missing, like yeah. e- uneven pairs. You can come move in here anytime. <laughs> yeah. you want to. And you know what she did? She's like, okay, listen. So we're gonna play a game. I actually did the video. I posted, mm-hmm. you'll play a game. Whoever gets the most matches first of socks wins a hundred rand. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know you're trying to scam me, but okay. <laughs> do you know that that's still how we get our kids to do things? <laughs> the other day, I had my kids pick up dog poo. And for every piece of poo, they, they got like a, a, a buck. Oh, they got like, a, I don't yes, know, yes. like 50 yeah. cents or something. And then eventually one ran. So they would break it in half because they knew the more pieces they had, the more money they could oh, get. Oh, clever. <laughs> wow. So, Noelle, I want to move into my own place. Give me some advice. So take me through it. What do I need to do to create the perfect home? If this was you giving advice to me as uh, a young woman uh, trying to build a home and eventually I want to raise my child, single mom or not, doesn't matter, what advice would you give? So where do I start? I'm going to give you three very powerful words and that is less is more. So keep it less. Don't have a whole lot of 120 things in your home. Let everything just flow nicely. You know, like the the plates must be somewhere where you can reach it properly. Make it feel like a home. Soft, fruit on the table. Mm. You know, the lights must be able to dim and not dim. You must create a love. This is beautiful, like your house. Like small. Is what are you very organized? I can see. Did you see that I got fruit before you came? There's a fruit bowl. I noticed, but I see the fruit. Are those ornaments? The real. Yes. Oh. What is the fruit? Yes. <laughs> Would you like one? No, she's, um, <laughs> she's very family orientated. I love my family. 
the way your mom loves you, I would do anything for my girls. I, I can't wait to have kids. Really? Yeah. Just have your mom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do you want to be a grandma? She I am a father, Daddy. I, I want I just, her to just concentrate still on another two more years, then she'll be ready, I think, for kids. Mm-hmm. She said so herself. Yeah. How do you decide that for Nadia? I didn't. She did. She told me. She actually wanted me to have kids I said, like last never year. never a right time, I said to her. I said, I have the kids. Because your, your life will go a different direction on social media with kids. So she's, you know, the two of them decided two years from now. I mean, my boyfriend's seven years younger I was going to talk about so. this. Mom, she has a boyfriend. Yes, I love him to bits. Really? Yeah. If I didn't like him, I would have not have visited her. Yeah. But still a lot. I mean, she's her own person. But um, I love him to bits. He's, he's lovely. Is he good for her? <laughs> he's, he's too good for her. If let me put it to you that way. He's, he's sweet. He's lovable. He'll start talking and he'll talk to her. She's on her phone all the time. So I've been here and I'll say, Nadia, put that phone down. Xavier's talking to you. Mommy, I must post this content. And he understands because when we first met, I told him, I'm all about content. I'm all about... And he says, no, it's okay. I'm in a while. Let her carry on with her. I do need to it's learn amazing. to switch off though. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. that, ca- I mean, each to their own. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you had to give Nadia advice, the advice that you wish your mom my mom gave me all the advice. She gave me all the advice. So, that, But the advice I will give her is to, when she arrives at the spot that she wants to, she must remember her roots. She must stay humble. That's the most important for me. Mm. Because her humbleness will carry her through life, her attitude. Yeah. I never thought I'd ask you this, but it, it came to mind now because I see your mom supporting you so much. Like my father, my mom and my dad, my dad's turning 80 next year, my mom is 76. And I call my mom forgetful because she's starting to forget a few things now and dad is still vigilant and on it, okay? I remember when I started earning money as, some, as a professional, as someone who's working, I would send money home, even though my father worked in government and they were, they were doing just mm-hmm. fine, you know? Mm-hmm. But no handouts here, you know? Black tax is a, is a big concept and it's spoken of in different cultures in different ways. Mm. And till this day, I will still treat my parents. Like tomorrow I'll go past there and I will take mommy and daddy out for breakfast. How important is it to take care of your mom? Perhaps there's a lesson in that for, for some of us, you know, where, where we feel, uh, but they are me, you know. No, I want to retired. Like, I don't want it to be working. I want it to... Because she's a professional poker player as well. So I... Shut the front door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what she does as well. Mm. So I want her to be traveling, playing poker. Playing you know? Vegas, Macau. Um, You're France. a professional poker player. Yeah. Mm. I'm ranked in the world. I'm ranked yeah. 65th. 65, I think, or 95. Yeah. <laughs> Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em. With, with, eight, with real people, not on the machine. So, so not like gambling online, no, like no, where's no. my mom, where's my mom, she's gambling. No, 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 no. It's real people sitting around a table. How did you learn? I learned with my friends in the garage. My friends are two poker pit bosses at Grand West. They were years ago. And they taught us. And then I played my first, first tournament in Grand West a year later and I came third. But with COVID, I all stopped. We need to pull that kitty up again. 
Because I had a kitty, a poker kitty that I would yeah. just take. But my that's own. an amazing talent. You have to pursue it. Okay. Yeah. So you want her to retire and do this full time? I want her to retire, do it full time. Is what makes her happy. It's my, I love you it. Know? I love it. And every opportunity I can, I, I'll, you know, I just, yeah, I just wanted to be happy. And she's given me everything in my life. Like I wouldn't be where I am if she didn't make certain sacrifices. And I was able to, you know, I was able to study at UCT because of her. You know, so. And you went to the New York Film Academy. Yeah. She's been to a lot of places. She's done a lot I didn't of know things. That about yes, she I, she was I got accepted. a scholarship to do my master's in acting. Can I say? Yeah. Got the story. Okay. So she kept on and on and on. She wanted to go to the New York Film Academy, and I said, "No idea. You're going to miss me, number one. You're going to. It's a different ball game there, but go. But before you register, go to the the, the holiday one." which is over December. It's like an introductory course. And see if you like it. Mm. <clears throat> I couldn't go with her, so I sent a friend with her. They first stopped over in New York. You stopped off... Miami. Miami, and they already there, she was like, I miss your mommy. Mm. And I said, you know what? Go for that and see how it is. Mm. The first day she went, she phoned me. She said, I said, how was your class? She said, mommy... I don't like it. I said, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> she didn't like me so far. She didn't like the, the you know, the way the people. But you know, also, that was just a personal journey for me at the time. I just felt like I wasn't. It was like imposter syndrome for me. Like I felt like I wasn't supposed to be there, you know. So I told myself, let me give myself a year. I'll go home, make money and then go back. Because I also didn't want them to have to have the burden of carrying me through that as well. Yeah. So that was also a factor for me. So, yeah. But I think everything turned out okay. <laughs> yeah, it did turn out okay. Do you sometimes think that parents should put their own dreams on hold to help their kids? How did you do it? And what No, you no, no. I will never put my own dreams on hold because my dreams are all business and money. So I can't put that on hold because then I can't support <laughs> whoever I need support. Because what my dreams, which I've always wanted, was to be happy with myself, happy with my children, that I've got already. Mm -hmm. So now it's hustle and make money. Because I'm not, I'm 56 years old already, you know, so time doesn't wait for no man. If you had to give Nadia your last blessing, what would it be? Look at her and tell her. Um, just know that you are amazing and you will always have lots of success and love in your life always because you're beautiful inside and out thank you <laughs> <laughs> my lashes oh yeah the lashes yeah we must also remember I, I must remember so many things like now when i moved in with her she loves having her tea late at night you I didn't it? know. Of course, she I make makes it. the it's best a tea ever. The best sweet tea with, in the pot. I make pot. it with cardamom. And I never spoiled this child. Never. I spoiled my son a million times more than I spoiled her. Growing up now. Growing yeah. up, yes. And even now, the part, only six weeks ago, I decided. Okay, let me go sort out. Mm -hmm. sort out her life Spoiler, in the house. Yeah. And um, it's lovely. I must say, she she doesn't make me feel. Oh, this is a house. You know, she actually says, Mommy, use that, use that, do this, because I'm not, that's your stuff, you know. But she makes me feel totally comfortable. And she's always telling me, saying, Mommy, where are you, what are you doing when you're coming home, like I'm living there. I've got my own home. But she phones me five times a day, when am I coming, when am I coming, if she gets home earlier than me. It's almost like I got used to not having her around. 
And now that I've been spending time with her, I have like a separation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I have to like, because one time she tried to sneak her bags and leave. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> so if you're someone that wants to get into content, um, can you give some, them some advice? How do you become a content creator and an influencer? I think, you know what? For me, it never felt like work because I genuinely enjoy making content. Right. So just find the content that will naturally flow into your daily life. And will come naturally to you. So if you are an artist, create content around that. Okay. You know, or if you just want to be a creator on the platform, it's going to be a bit tough if you don't have like something else going on because you're always going to be kind of chasing numbers. Um, so yeah, I think try and get a side hustle along with being online, and then the two can merge, if that makes sense. It does yeah? There's a next for you. I want to know more about your business. So Ace Labs, a digital marketing agency, we launched in December of last year. We are the official partners of TikTok. We flew to Dubai. We came from Dubai. We've been there twice. And yeah, it's just an exciting journey. And we are open. We are finally opening up the industry a bit more, I think, um, from my side, from an influencer, creator, person online, from that perspective. So I'm excited for this journey. There's a lot to come that I can't speak about yet that is to do with TikTok and be creative partners with TikTok. So it was a natural synergy for me. Um, because for me as a person, I like to know that I have something solid, you know, and something I can build on. This sounds that will, enough, that yeah. will contribute to future generations to come. You've gone from influencer to businesswoman. <laughs> can so, I tell you something? She's, she's actually damn good with she knows how to make money mm -hmm. so she's very good at that so if she sees something like for example content she'll just out of the blue say mommy come here um i want you to tell me what you think of this and i think wow that's amazing bob that and she'll sit and she'll go through it over and over and over again she works very hard so for me i, th I, I found, think yeah. i think her hard work must be recognized by people especially the haters that think this is not a real no, job. Man. So yeah. I started online. I just was making videos. I had no goals. I had no. I, I didn't know where it was going, you know. But now, if a client comes to me and says, "We need this to be done. We need like we need something special to it," then I'm able to contribute in that kind of way. If that and makes you sense. Turn I'm a creative yeah. mind. I'm. Not, I don't have like an analytical mind. So sometimes it's difficult for me to articulate myself in the business world. It's still very new for me because I'm purely a creative. So like the space is completely new for me. Like me, I have I to buy a whole new wardrobe just to go into meetings with corporate clients. You know what I mean? It's a very new space for me. But I'm I'm navigating through it and I'm I'm trying to be kind of like as confident in it as possible because I know that how people perceive me and with the work that I do and be, oh, she's only like an influencer. She's only, she's only just making videos for fun, but it's deeper than that. And I kind of just want to show that side and show people that it's more than just making content. And, and it can be more than just making content. And if you do want to step into the industry, then there is a plan for you. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like now if, if people, if, Children are growing up, they're like, ah, oh, I just want to make videos online, but they don't know why they want to mm. do it. They just want a million followers. But why do you want a million followers? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I kind of want to take that vanity metric away from it and just show people you can make money. Like, this is what you should be aiming for. Build your foundation. Make your money. Like, it's not just about having followers. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I hope that makes sense. Sometimes I... I no, I, I, it does. Well, you just keep being creative because here's the thing. There's a lot of business people that can do business yes. that will be with you. That's why I read a quote the other day and I said, 
if you find people smarter than you, work with them, yeah. not against them. Mm. I'm smart, but there's different kinds of smarts. So my partners, I have two partners, and they we just complement each other so well. So I don't feel pressured to act on or talk about something that I don't have any knowledge on because that's the last thing I'm going to do is pretend to be something or to have knowledge on something that I don't have knowledge on. I can, I can talk about stuff I do have knowledge on, but I'm never going to talk about something that I have absolutely no clue about. Chapters, it's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And you are beautiful. This podcast was supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. Epimax Baby and Junior is dermatologist approved, free of artificial colorants and fragrances, and is safe to use from birth. Touch, nourish, love your child's skin with Epimax Baby and Junior. Available from leading pharmacies and retail stores.